Welcome to 40 Trillion DPI. I'm Helen Ip. And I'm Justin Carter. We're two designers and weirdos and friends. And every other week we get together to talk about design. This week, we wait for a mysterious flight in Meta's shiny new Threads Lounge. We are led by Gilbert the Floating Head through a very special video essay about the state of graphic design. We are also led by an AI chat panion we're calling Figgy through Figma's annual IRL conference, Config. And we see what happens when you put an obscure piece of film history in the Magic Chef. Clearly we have a lot to cover. Let's get into it. Let's see. Well, I guess to get it, to kind of get out of the way, because I don't have that much to say about it, but I do feel like it's like <laughs> quote unquote news. Yeah, okay. have, you, have you been on threads yet? No. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I, I remember looking at a, I was like, why, why do people have like phone numbers with uh, at signs uh, on their IG profiles now? And then I was like, oh, threads. And then I was instantly like not interested. <laughs> and like fucking Instagram keeps sending me notifications of so-and-so just posted their first post on threads. I'm like, this is so obvious what you're trying to do like it's just like i don't even want to touch it but justin have you checked out threads <laughs> i have checked it out i had to check it out i felt like it was a professional necessity you know what i mean i was like okay i mean it's fun doing the podcast you get to do that because you get to be like well it's for the podcast <laughs> um but yeah i you know I don't really have much to say about it, actually. It, um, mm. I mean, I guess the only, I mean, the one side about it that I did feel, which was crazy to feel, was like, I just hate Elon Musk so much yeah. that I was like, what if this is good? Like, you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> I did have a moment. Like, as much as I was like, oh, yeah, there's this this app. I was like, I don't care. I hate, I can't yeah. stand Facebook and Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah. I was just, but I did feel like a visceral, I just, like... Elon Musk is so hateful and so sad and to me that it yeah. just bums me out to think that anything I do has any connection to his life. Right. You know, like, yeah. it's just, yeah. I've always hated him and I hate him so much more now than ever before. Um, yeah. So I did have a twinge of like, well, maybe this will be cool, but, um, yeah. Anyways, the verdict well, being, it's like, I mean, <laughs> when you log into it, it's like populated with lots of random stuff and yeah. it feels very much like it's, it is such a like conceptual nightmare because it feels like, mm. it feels like you're in like, you know, uh, Spider-Man in the multiverse kind of like situation where there's just mm-hmm. this like, this like serial mascot you know that's just changing form and being like do you like cocoa puffs do you like frosted flakes do you like uh, what do you like what do you like like do you like chicken do you want fried chicken like it oh just just spinning around like tasmanian devil style like throwing things at you you know like just like zipping and glitching you know like so that's how it felt to me like it was like really? do you, do you want to see kim kardashian <laughs> do you want to see this do you want to see this like it was just like oh like God. trying to just throw the most like wow. just like you know, I mean, it felt, it, it's like the great American novel right now, basically. It's like, <laughs> what is it is ought to be on that site? Like, great American <laughs> novel. <laughs> it's everything, everything all okay, the time. But, okay, but, but this is a, like a genuine question of mine. Does it basically look, look like Twitter or act like Twitter? 
or no? Yeah, it does. It's like text-based, but there also does images. You can do GIFs and videos. They have kind of a nice, yeah. like, I did kind of like their little, the way they do images. They kind of, like, slide from left to right with your thumb, mm-hmm. you know? Like, uh-huh. rather than having four in a grid that you can click on, it's like, okay. there's one, you kind of, it's like, it's like a little scroll, which is, is kind of nice. Uh-huh. Um, so that was kind of cool. It feels like instagram or not instagram it feels like a little bit like twitter but made with like if twitter is legos this is duplos mm, got it <laughs> Does that make clunkier sense? Oh, yeah yeah it's a little bit okay. squishier it's like for okay. twitter maybe for you know whatever fifth graders this is for first graders you know what i mean like, <laughs> It seems like it does less, and it is very much, like, doesn't... And it was so bad. Like, the algorithm was so bad. It was just, like, promoting all these things when people mentioned threads. It was like, now I'm doing threads. Like, all this stupid, like, self-reflexive promotional content. It was like, now homies are threading, you know? Like, I was like, shut up. Everybody shut up. Homies Um, are threading? It was like that. that. It was like, like, oh, my God. Like, we're all threading this weekend. I was like, nobody is saying that. Somebody is getting paid to say that that's so just, that, on, that sounds like some weird like mormon slang speak you know yes like, yes yeah. oh i don't know about that i don't know if you want to be just casually throwing that out there yeah did you <laughs> see regina's thread sampler like yeah it, was like, <laughs> it is quite a mighty fine she would make quite a mighty fine wife <laughs> um anyways but the the only thing I really came to say, I mean, it, yeah, it looks like Twitter. I don't care. I've really found myself being just like, well, like, it really, I do feel like, thank God, I feel like I'm getting my fucking brain back. But it was like, yeah. I was like, oh, Twitter is accessible in a nightmare. And I don't, I'm not one to, like, have said that all along. I genuinely have yeah. had interactions there and have enjoyed being there from, right, at right. times. There's a lot of yes. academics there. There's a lot of great writers. Like, there's, I, yes. I find out about cool shit there all the time or did not anymore i haven't for months and i feel like it's like i just look at it in a ghostly skeletal like just truly like lizard brain way do you know what i mean where i just like i open the phone and then i'm like but like i'm not like yeah i'm not really taking i not yeah you're not thriving i'm not thriving there i'm not having a good time so uh there was that and then i was like well maybe threads will be interesting and it's it's really not um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so it was kind of just like another reminder to just like really, you know, I mean, we get into these things with like design or any creative project or any life project where like, you know, the parameters are set and you sort of learn mm-hmm. to function in those parameters. But like mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to like throw the whole thing out, you know, like, and yeah, just leave, just leave or just yeah. like rethink the whole fucking situation. So that's kind yeah. of my take on it. I was like, oh, this is like a further reminder to like stay away from that stuff um which was cool um yeah (laughs) but today in reading about it i mean if so the only thing the other reason that i don't want to spend i I think i'm ready to move on but um is that i read um i just read a great piece by um the writer of garbage day uh ryan something i don't know his name but Mm-hmm. Garbage Day Substack, great. It's super funny. Um, and uh, I haven't heard of this one before. I'm oh, looking it's it up great. right now. It's like a lot about okay. the internet and uh, just culture in general. And I feel like the writer's pretty funny, pretty acerbic. Um, mm. His take on this particular thing would be I mean, I feel like, again, also speaking of great American novel, is like, you know, I think could probably go in Best American Essays this year or something. It's fantastic. But um, 
basically he describes it and he's citing another person here so this gets a little complicated but in it he Mm. says basically crediting jason o gilbert who wrote this but basically he says threads feels like when a local restaurant you enjoy opens a location in an airport Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's more expensive and it's bad. It's more expensive <laughs> and the food doesn't taste as good. Yeah, it doesn't, like it doesn't live up sucks. to the expectation. It's a poor facsimile of the original essence yes, of the thing. Yes, yeah. and so basically his mm. take of it was, which again I think is is pretty spot on, is he was like, He's like, I actually don't think this is an is a Twitter clone. I think it's actually just like Instagram for words, um, and oh. that there that like the only way you know he was like it might succeed, but it won't succeed by taking out Twitter. It'll succeed by taking out Instagram, and <gasps> it was like kind of a fascinating take because basically he was like the algorithm works like Instagram. It shows you random celebrities, random like dog on a slide, random yeah. like yeah. you know man jumping over disgusting cake or something you know like it's like that all that kind of amalgamated uh Mm. surreal kind of id or whatever that if you just search on instagram you see basically he was sort of saying that it functioned in that way and so it wasn't really go it wasn't really the sort of engine of like discourse or whatever that kind of twitter had been um Mm. it was just Mm -hmm. like instagram but words (laughs) yeah that's not that's not fun i don't want more of that you know like more of the same like Mm. that you know the great yes the great way that twitter was was just like i think i don't know i just think it was just more about the the shared kind of cultural insight that happened yeah uh you know, um, amidst most many, many Twitter threads and then referencing a Twitter thread and like, you know, people again, we've talked about this before, like, you know, people like uh, insinuating something and then you had to find out what it exactly it was sure, that they were insinuating, fine. you know, that whole kind of journey. But like, I don't need an Instagram for words and I honestly don't need an Instagram. <laughs> so. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's continuously. You know, I know we've been on this train for a while, but yeah, yeah. the 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 basic threads analysis is yeah, it's fine, and maybe it is just like that thing of like, you know, your favorite restaurant in an airport or whatever, where more and more of the world now is you know, it, it's almost like Paul Virilio or something. It's like airport. Hmm modernism do you know what i mean like everywhere we go is like heavily surveilled expensive like you Mm -hmm. know like it more and more of the earth is like an airport so why shouldn't the internet be that way you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) it's just capitalism's airport phase or whatever you know like and uh we're just we're just living in it (laughs) honestly yeah, you won't see me anywhere near that, like, airport, like, ah. at all. <laughs> all right, have you seen... Well, first of all, do you know about um the... It's kind of like this online art entertainment platform called Dis, dis.art. Ooh, that sounds really familiar. I feel like we may have mentioned it uh, way back when. But anyways, uh, so this uh, has a whole um, 
I guess, series of serieses. A series of series? Serieses of serieses? I don't even know if I'm saying that sentence correctly. Great. But there's this there's this newish um uh series they have and it's called uh what is it called? I hated graphic design. And they have three episodes out. And uh the one that I linked you to in the Zoom is the first episode. It's called Duchamp Pisses on Graphic Design. And I love that the the narrator slash main character of this whole um, series uh, is is a uh, bodyless figure, uh, sorry, bodyless head named Gilbert. What? Oh <laughs> Gilbert God. doesn't open their mouth at all, but they narrate in this kind of like pseudo academic British. Oh voice. my God! <laughs> Very fun. Um, is I it- highly. I highly recommend, uh, you know, our, our listeners out there slash audience at large, like, uh, uh, watch these shows. They're very, they're, they're super interesting. Just this kind of, like, um, cri- kind of, you know, a critical take, like, I think on, like, graphic, des- graphic design and, like, um, things that intersect with the industry as such. This first episode is, like, really interesting where they talk, they start from the Marcel Duchamp creating a, um, it's, I guess, like a, like a copy of like a series of notes, and I think it's called the Green Box, Le sure. Bois Vert. No, it's a, it's a whole bunch French. of. Uh, we yeah. saw the Green Box at we did. the art museum. We saw or it a at version the art of it. Museum. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it starts from that um, as as like the the kind of the the critical point from where everything else stems off of, and then Gilbert, the bodiless head, <laughs> then starts to connect all these other like artist researchers who continue to reference the green box and the work, and they, they create these, um, uh, what would you call them, reinterpretations of the green box through various um, different strategies of, like, I think it, within the episode, Gilbert refers to it as like a, there's a de-Gutenbergitizing of, <laughs> of the form of the book, if you will, or the idea of like layout in the kind of traditional book sense. Yeah. And then there are other um, artists who choose to completely reimagine like how the type gets treated, you know, they, they, or how they treat image. And it's just a kind of an interesting um, exploration into like what happens when things go from uh, the hand, like written by hand, to um, fully digital. Like I think one of the artists um, that's referenced in this episode is, is using Quark Express to, <laughs> to redesign the green box. I have to Quark Express. It. I have Quark Express on my computer. Yeah, I never oh, used I, it before. I never used it. I, before. I want it. I don't yeah. know what the fuck to do with it, but like, yeah. let me get my hands on that. <laughs> yeah, it, I have it. I, it's still updated. It still exists. You can still buy That's it. Really? It's real. Dude, yeah, I, I had to buy I, it for a project. <laughs> I was working with a designer who uses it, and oh my god, to translate their files. I mean, they bought it. You know, like the yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had to get it. I used it. I mean, literally, I used it to open the file. <laughs> and take it out, and then I was like rebuilt the whole thing. Anyways, long story, but yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah, I've seen the inside. It is like it is definitely feels like working left handed. But anyways, that's a small story. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, if you like kind of scrub through the like timeline of like the video, you can kind of get a preview or a sense of like, um, I-, I guess like some of the things I was mentioning, and it's just like really interesting to. I I, I also want to like shout out uh 
this uh this series um i hated graphic design in in terms of like just like how they're choosing to to rep represent or sorry represent and and symbolize and and kind of art direct if you will like uh the content like i have i'm really into how every time uh gilbert um references one of the artists they have this kind of moving portrait of um each of the artists but then it's kind of it looks like it's kind of gan generated like it shifts slightly in that way of like a slight shifting or tilting right. of the face um and it kind of gives everybody this sort of like dead uh, this this undead kind of yes. <laughs> vibe to them which is really really cool and what's also interesting to me within this episode specifically is Gilbert is like speaking to these artists as if they're still alive like he's like talking to them directly even though they're just like these slightly moving images it's like it's a very interesting take on being critical um within graphic design and I I really appreciate it because I think so much of the criticality of graphic design comes from maybe a very acerbic or like just a very like uh, uh maybe not dark but it is it, just you know there's a lot of pessimism involved with it i think like there is pessimism or like criticality within uh this discourse on within this um this show but i think there's like a playfulness to it that i really appreciate and enjoy like for example in the second episode they actually talk about david rudnick's mini disc drawings and like how those got co-opted by Kanye and then the internet took over and like you know what what is like the the spectrum of like um i guess the designer's persona or the designer's like pers- uh inner character you know going from like i am this individual i created this fully i am the author of this to like i'm just going to steal whatever you know and that's what episode 2 is kind of about And every time they do a transition from like picture to picture, they have this like little Ouroboros snake that shows up and he, and, and the Ouroboros goes anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one thing I went to Figma's config conference, but I don't really want to talk about that. Um, we don't have to talk about config if you don't want to talk about I config. Really I I was I will say I'm glad I didn't go in person. And then secondly, I will say uh I was hoping to gain more knowledge from listening in to some of the talks and I just could not get past the elbow rubbing weird conference energy and yeah. it bummed me out because I do really like Figma as a tool and I do want to always be learning and always be getting better at it um and uh I don't know sometimes I just wish design could sit down you know the design <laughs> I just I just wish the design world could just sit down and just chill yeah <laughs> yeah I think the only thing I'll I'll say about it is I only really caught some of the big speeches like the big like uh opening day speeches and stuff and I'd say mm-hmm. the number one vibe the number one kind of like takeaway that I found was Figma is excited to add AI to every part of their app and Figma 
really wants you to not feel scared of AI. So they like what? have many people, <laughs> multiple times, they actually had a specific person who just like basically gave a talk that was called like AI is not going to replace you. But it was like all about how it was like such a design, like ego stroke kind of thing. Um, like every vision of like, designer as like hero as disruptor as like change maker as this and this and this it was like you are the ones who are gonna make the change like no tool whatever tool you use it doesn't matter you're you're great you're doing your creativity your genius or whatever like and it was like every bit of like that kind of stuff so it's like definitely was a feeling of like um like the more you know like you know uh, the more they talked about it, the more I was like, everybody's fucked. <laughs> like, you know, like, I was like, I was just like, you know, there was this thing where they're showing, like, basically, like, you just tell, you just, like, talk into the thing. You're like, make a, make a, you know, whatever, customer flow for checkout for a, yeah. like, app that, you know, helps you rent a pool or whatever, you know, like, and it was just like, do it, you know, like, um, yeah. and it was kind of one of these things where it was like, like all that work that whole genre of work like is yeah. gone is going you know like and, <laughs> oh no you know like and it's fine yeah. and they like really pointed out all these ways that designers are still necessary and blah, blah 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 but like to some extent like a lot of that work is gonna be is gonna disappear rounding the corners on buttons and like you know mm-hmm. doing certain things like that that like people mm-hmm. used to do is, is gonna be gone yeah. um yeah and you know they were really kind of like no no they were really like no it's not but here yes it is but no it's not but yes That's it is so but confusing. even if it goes it's still you guys who are the brilliant ones but here's how to do this thing that you would have taken you eight hours before and now you can do in a second or whatever like um, yeah but yeah, but again, it speaks to that thing—the the sort of sadness and the stupidity of AI, where it doesn't like. Um, it's cool. I mean, it's good. It's good to be able to like kind of farm out some of that busy work or whatever, because that sucks. Like nobody wants to yeah. do that. Nobody likes uh, yeah. it. You know, For sure. like, and you know, so it does speak to like, yeah, you can lay out, you know, like a baseline, um, you know, like little. Um, you know, path or what's it called? Like using kind of like design patterns or whatever, which Mm. is good. And it's good to have Mm -hmm. a baseline, but like, you know, um, the only thing that interesting things that people are going to be making, you know, like are going to have to come from outside of that system anyway. And they always Mm. have, so it doesn't really Mm -hmm. matter, you know, like, and (laughs) I think with the fall of Twitter and the fall of all these things, like, I feel like it's like, you know, I mean, I'm always calling this, but you know, maybe we're, Maybe it's post-app time, you know? Like, <laughs> maybe we're going post-app, you know? Like, yeah, if it's, I if kind it's of not... wonder about that with, like, graphic design, too, specifically, because, like, I, like, you know, on... I, I saw, like, some Instagram reels of people demoing Adobe Firefly, mm-hmm. and, like, you can just fashion imagery however you want just by writing, you know, like, you write, like, your text prompt... You extend your canvas so that maybe, oh, you, you know, maybe you end up with, like, a portrait of someone's head, but you actually want, like, a full body illustration, and, like, you just, all you need to do is extend your canvas, and then, like, Firefly will calculate that for you, or, right, help, right, you know, right. whatever, and I'm just, like, is this the point where 
like graphic design really fully makes a turn for fine art and instead right. of like instead of like really 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 paul ran level logos we just like create van gogh paintings <laughs> instead <laughs> right right i mean yeah i guess I it's just know. it's like yeah Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole side of it is so boring, but yeah, it's, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's a sort of, I mean, it was really insightful or like enlightening to me when we were talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago, you mm-hmm. know, about the prodigy painter's hat, um, because oh, yeah. it was kind of like really helpful for me to think about like all of the conceptual baggage that's added on to that we've, we've put a top tech in the last 20 years right. and like I just feel like it's in for a category liquidation, you know. Like and <laughs> like I just feel like it's like if there's not these specialists, if there's not yeah. these like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, you know, um, I don't know. Like how, however, like all that, all that venture capital, all that money that it went to like tech mm-hmm. workers, the idea of people in mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, like all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff, is like facing so much collapse and so much like totally. uncertainty you know it's yeah. like oh shit we finally we saw the scale in our lifetime in the sense of like it's just become another corporate job that is not <laughs> sexier yeah. than any other job do you know what i mean it's like either you could yeah, work yeah, yeah. at google or you could work at coca-cola like it doesn't matter right. do you know what i mean like well any honest, i mean not to like you know make it any drier or anything but but i will say that to your point that you just made like you can even see that shift in like how people are getting laid off, you know, we're, we're like in tech with a capital T got laid off and are moving into working, um, as like engineers or like doing whatever, you know, profession that they had in their tech job, but for a company that isn't tech with a capital T, because those are the people who are hiring still, you know, like, it's like, Oh, like I'm going to go work for like, a bank now because totally. like they need my skill set <laughs> and no they're not fucking meta but they still need engineers you know right, right. so i don't know yeah i, I love that, um, that category though. category liquidation i think I, it's I, coming i think it's happening i feel yeah. like we're seeing it like you see it mm-hmm. i feel like you know maybe it is like threads is such a you know a farce of a sort of a simulacrum <laughs> of an app do you know what i mean like yes. it like it looks and seems like an app yeah. it's like you yeah. know uh also but... i okay i love that this is what elon and mark w- want to get into a cage fight oh over like God, just you couldn't you couldn't be wanted to be punched in the dick harder than by saying that out loud over a app that is Twitter two point or Twitter Junior, you know, Twitter for kids. Like it's just like cannot. I can't it exhaust me. I, I, I it exhausts me. I'm so I'm sorry that I brought that back into your space again. <laughs> I sent you an article. (laughs) (laughs) To go Uh, back to the article. (laughs) Okay, so are you familiar with the Wilhelm scream? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Love it. I love it. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a scream that's been used over and over again throughout film, right? It's like it was part of this like sound effects library, and so tons of like yeah. famous films use it. It's come mm-hmm. up over and over, and people have made like super cuts of every time that it's been used. Um, <laughs> well, it just was. Uh, I just saw it the other day. Um, there was a piece. Um, that basically was like, uh, you know, the, the original scream had been found. Um, mm. so someone found the tape that the scream was on, which was great because it has uh-huh. like all the other takes and stuff, you know, like, which is uh-huh. kind of cool. So it's like, yeah. he's like doing the scream. He's like, try it like this, like, ah! he's like, no, 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 do this like that ah! or whatever. Um, I love a few things about it. I mean, a, that was just interesting to hear. And it was like, I love, I guess like from, you know, the, the, this thing that maybe you know that I love, or maybe you don't, but like, I love seeing things in movies or any kind of cultural thing that's a reused thing that is in mm. multiple things. Like, I love mm. to see, I love the, to imagine the life of a prop that goes through, that's on a studio oh, set and is in many yes. movies. I love to yes. spot stuff like that. I think it's really yeah. fun. I don't know what yeah. that's called. It's some kind of like, it's like geocaching or something, you know, like it's like the kind of like fun. It's not something that happens all the time, but when it happens, it's very satisfying to me. And I love, right. I guess I just love how things circulate, like the afterlife of things, like the life yeah. of items, you know, like, like, um, I forget what movie it was, but like, you know, the, like the live action Super Mario, like the boots from that movie ended up as the boots on like Con Air or something like, like, what? so there's like this whole weird, like life of props that like get recycled and stuff. So oh, I just love so that. that's so cool. There's so yeah. much fun stuff with that. Like, and you can, I mean, it's little things, little details in movies. And so I think that's, that stuff's really fun. Um, mm. But one thing that was cute when look, watching the little video about it um, was the tape, at least, that the, the Wilhelm scream was on. The tape was just called Man Eaten by Alligators, which I really like. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, which I thought was cool and really specific. Um, but the reason I brought it up was, I mean, besides just the love of that and, like, the thought of, you know, I guess maybe on a design perspective, just thinking about, like, components or ideas that, like, travel. Mm. I don't know if we have so many of those things, but maybe it's more like collage. Mm. I don't know. There's not, like, a great... Mm. I mean, I see it in some of the work that I do, even imagining like trying to translate a design from print to digital to clothing to this and this and this you sort of Mm. grab these elements and you see them placed in different ways or something like that you know like Mm -hmm, so I think maybe mm -hmm. that's sort of part of the fun for me about it but anyways the cool thing about it was one of the articles I read linked to the fucking free sound blog free sound the amazing open source open source sound archive where I'm obsessed with free sound yeah where an archivist Uh named Craig Smith um, who was working on digitizing these sounds from this collection and was the person who found this or who helps to find this wrote mm. a long ass piece about the whole process of um, getting the sounds from the tape and all these corroded mm. old tapes onto mm. the digital files. And mm. it's incredible. It's Dude, really that's fascinating. So cool. um, and one of the things that they had to do because the tapes were like, so corroded and messed up and all the like all the like um magnetic stuff was falling off of them um yeah he he, they had to bake the tapes so they had to literally like 
melt them slightly. Um, Dude, he's putting them in a magic shed. Yeah. And so he oh says, for, fortunately, there's a temporary fix. The tapes can be baked for several hours at a low temperature in an oven. Um, each tape was baked at 150 for four hours, then cooled for four hours. So uh, this made the wow. tape stable enough to transfer. I just think it's fascinating. The whole thing, it's wow. like amazing. Uh, That's so the cool. The process that they went through, um, mm. the images that go along with it. It's just super interesting. And, you know, it's, again, another one of the loves that I have sort of in like the territory of like what Rick and Megan do at the Prelinger archive and things like that of just like the idea of you know preserving these things and Mm, taking care mm. of them and Mm -hmm. you know like the cool things that you find along the way but like how Mm -hmm. important it is to kind of like continuously um take care of these weird artifacts and Mm, and to mm -hmm. you know have these amazing people you know, shout outs to all the archivists out there who are doing this work. Yes, and yes. To save these things and, and stuff like that. So I was just completely inspired and I thought it was just a cool, um, a really, really cool uh, peek into what that work is like on, on you know, yeah. they worked for like six months on like 20 hours of tape or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, like that's, that's, that's dedication, process. you know, yeah. and commitment. I love that. Especially uh, in, a, in, a, in, in our day and age where commitment and dedication are not really top of mind for anybody (laughs) i'm just so excited for the internet right now so as weird as that sounds yeah really because i feel like it's like becoming clearer and clearer like that there's a thing for people who want to be in that thing but actually yeah. more and more like I don't know I'm just hopeful that um, I think people will feel less compelled to navigate through that stuff yeah. as it sh- as it becomes as it becomes worse and worse you know I feel well, like, there's I feel definitely like, yeah. like a trend towards smaller right because yeah. I think the the kind of the premise for the longest time has been more is more and that's good but we're at this point where it's um you know it's just a it's a super saturation of a lot of noise right and there's so many different uh vectors through which you can access that noise but i think that yeah actually i was reading this article this wasn't the article i was going to talk about but maybe the, i don't mean who knows whatever but i'm bringing it up now and I think I saw an SF gate or SF is because I'm I'm a chronic local <laughs> news addict. Um, now that I don't do Twitter because I can't handle just how intense that platform is now, I have turned to uh, Oakland. What is it? The Oakland side, uh, Oakland side uh, SF <laughs> SF gate. Yeah. And um, but anyway, there was this article about I think there's this like dating app. I can't remember the name of it. But the two founders, I think, are from the Bay, two women, and the app is, uh, it's, it's hyper-localized, so it's, it's just, it's kind of from, like, city to city, or, yeah. and I think their pilot city is in San Francisco. It's called and, Soon, uh, Soon. Oh, yeah, 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 so you, you've heard of it, yeah, 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 and yeah, I like that they're, the like, oh, okay, I didn't know that, well, because I don't hang out in the city. <laughs> wow, I mean, sorry, I have to be here, some of us have to be here for work, okay? <laughs> But, um, but, you know, just, just like, it's kind of nice to see that people are trying something 
on a smaller scale intentionally, you yeah. know? Yeah. And are really trying to, like, you know, when, when I think typically when people in fucking startup land refer to the, refer to community, community is often just a, a bunch of super, super physically far apart people who all have a username and password, you know, on some forum. I think or, when they refer to community, you know, they mean they mean customers. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, yes. Hundred percent. People they can uh, sell advertising to. But um, but you know, like this is like oh, you know, it's more of like actual people in in one, you know, what uh, seven by seven square <laughs> radius, whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm bad with geometry today. Um, and that's, that's kind of cool to see. I think I also yeah. saw, this was like a, a while back at this point, but I did also see there was like this, um, actual like dating, uh, com- like bulletin board sort of setup. I think it was, this was in Alamo square and it had something to do with like grapes. I can't remember like the full name of it, but grapes was in the name, but it was actually people just writing about themselves with like a little Polaroid cool. photo, like I taped. And I'm just like. That's that. that's this is the this is yeah. the Van Gogh painting turning arc point, you know? Yes. Where like it's like, oh no, we don't want automation, we don't want more selection, more choice, more decision. We actually want genuine uh people faces and um people like like the people who we want to be kind of within reach of are like people who we can actually be within reach of and like I, I'm just kind of like excited for that. Thanks for listening. You can find us at designfreaks.cafe or follow us on Instagram. Just type in the number four, then keep adding zeros until it comes up. Ciao. Ciao. You may also be able to find us on Substack. We might do one this week. Oh, you my God. Not find us on threads. Don't know. You I won't. got on and got off. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm already off. Between the time I was on when we recorded and now, <laughs> I'm off. <laughs>